Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sportsman Like Conduct podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot, and I am here with producer Steve. And uh, Steve, uh, we, we, uh, week, week two in the NFL kicked off yesterday with the Vikings and our Philadelphia Eagles. And, um, you, you know, Eagles at home, uh, they pull it out 34 to 28. And, uh, man, were you – first question is, were you scared about that game last night? I was a little scared. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the Vikings came out strong. I mean, obviously Je- Jefferson looked pretty good. Kirk Cousins, I mean, put up 360-something passing yards. And uh, there were so many turnovers, though, I will say that. That, that was Dude. one thing that kind of kept me – I mean, I think the Vikings had four or five fumbles or something. like. It, but, um, well, I mean, I think going like on the year or something like that, they have like yeah, five turnovers. The thing is, man, uh, Eagles 27 to seven lead early third quarter. And you're just like, Oh, cool. You know, it's like, but the thing it, I thought the Eagles were going to win, have a convincing win. That's what I really wanted. Yeah. was, I'm like, cool. We have a 20 point lead. Let's build on it. Um, no. So I, did you watch the whole game? I did. Yeah. So most frustrating point in the game for an Eagles fan. Um, that holding call, <laughs> well, that blown I mean, holding no, call. It was a it was a it was a holding call, man. Yeah. The I the sack that Jalen Hurts took. Yeah. He knew, he has to get rid of the he ball. He has to get rid of it. Yeah. He took us out of field goal range. They got the ball back, and they drove and they, and scored. they scored. Yeah. And I mean, dude, Kirk Cousins threw all of our defense. Uh, this is the same conversation that we had on Monday. Our defense is just not built to compete with pass throwing teams and i mean you've got to at some point and again i know avante maddox went out in the game um that was that's big you know for again for our pass defense but and brad man, i think just, bradbury was out too but i mean yeah bradbury was out too concussion protocol still um we figured that still man it's just like this the depth on the defense is just what is going to worry me and I do, I do have faith that maybe we will make a trade during the season for a defender um, I, Howie Roseman's pretty good at that. Um, but again, man, the one thing with Hertz is look, dude, he cannot take those kind of sacks. No, he, this is year four for him. He should know this year three as a starter. Like it, again, it is, um, this is not your, this is not your rookie year where you need to do everything. You need to get rid of the ball when you possibly can. Yeah. And, and um, I, again, cause man, the Vikings hit it really easily one last night. That was the thing. Yeah, and he got um, he got sacked four times too. I mean, yeah, that's big. And in a, a few of those, you know, it's like those are like they they had some design run plays. One one like a, or what is it the uh, QB option where you you're handed off the RPS. You know, Hertz, yeah, yeah, and you know Hertz, um, you know, got. And I think one of those counts as a sack. So, um, oh right, you know, yeah, he, he had some he had some hurries. Um, by the way, uh, Hicks, former Eagle linebacker, was all up in Hurts' grill. Yeah. By the way, yesterday, man. Yep. Um, but I mean, he, he was able to throw the ball. I mean, you got Devonte, you got some of the Brown. Not a great, not a great game for him, but not a bad game. You know. Did you hear like, Brown? Uh, pretty upset at the, during the game. Yeah. Like everybody wants to contribute, and, and then Jalen started throwing to him, and it was just like, dude, you're not open. I mean, like you're in double yeah. coverage. Why would we throw the ball to you? So, you know, he had six targets, four, four receptions yeah. for 29 yards. And those were like uh, three of those were at the end of the game. 
Yeah, exactly. You're right. Uh, there was a one bigger one. I think it was like a 12 yard play or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, Devontae Smith had a huge game, uh, including the 63 yard touchdown. Um, but the biggest, the biggest offensive player on this, uh, game outside of Smith was freaking Deandre Swift, man. Yeah. One thing is this guy is going to be awesome, uh, because we have four running backs, we have right? Four pretty I mean, solid running backs. We, yeah. We, we were without one of them yesterday and gained well. Um, hope, I hope he gets well soon. <laughs> pun intended. Well, Swift, uh, sorry, Swift back, was great and I'm joke. glad he was the lead. I mean, I'd rather see him over Rashad, honestly, or even Boston. Oh Scott. yeah. I mean, Boston Scott had a couple nice plays, but um the swift looked great it's just it's it's unfortunate it's, it's weird to say because he did look really good but at the same time that that was really all the eagles had was was the run game there for a while and it's like yeah he looked great but i, I don't know you can't I, they can't be relying on you know a bunch of eight yard runs i mean they averaged like five yards a carry last night or something which is unbelievable but uh yeah they were relying on the run game heavily I mean, that was the only yeah, thing that was really doing it for him, except for, you know, I mean, obviously Devontae had 131 yards, but one of those, it was one play where it was 63 yard pass. So he got half his yards on one play. Yeah, you're right. Um, I he mean, only had five targets. It's not like they threw the ball to him, you know, crazy. I mean, it was only 23 attempts passing. Kirk Cousins had 44. So yeah, they're relying on that run game pretty heavy. And I mean, if it works, it works. Well, no, but... it, the, again, well, no, I mean, that's what they should have been doing last night. Yeah, exactly. Running the ball like that. Yeah. You know, I'm glad he got 28 attempts. Um, obviously, you know, Gainwell, of course he, he is a, another, uh, he's sort of an X factor for the Eagles run because him and Swift, I think are going to be the two primary guys. Rashad Penny, he's slow to me. I just, um, but he's not a bad backup backup. He's a special back. teams guy. It looks like they're using him for punt returns and stuff like that. So, um, uh, but he just doesn't have the explosive that Swift does yeah. he, that, uh, you know, Boston Scott, he's sort of like that Darren Sproles kind of, uh, exactly. Darren, uh, Darren Sproles with the Eagles like five years ago. He's a good goal he's, line he's, guy. He's a good third down guy. Yeah, uh-huh. and he could uh, sort of run and catch out of the backfield. Yeah. He's not he's not that uh, every down back, though. Yeah. So I, I think uh, what the Eagles are hoping, of course, you know, take it and thing is, is Hurts can't get hit. Like, And I think uh, I think he's taking some hits early on in the season, which I just I don't like. I don't want to see – I don't care how strong he is, anything like that. And did you see? Did, did you hear what he said after the game, too? He said he would do anything it takes to win, even if it means putting his body on the line. He said that in like the post game press conference or something like that. Cause they asked him about that. They're like, You've been getting hit quite a bit, like in these first two games. He's like, Yeah, I don't care. I'm just trying to win. It's like, eh, well, yeah, well don't get injured. Sirianni <laughs> Sirianni's the, the damn head coach and he needs to address this and yeah. he needs to sit down with Hertz and talk about him. Uh the team needs to obviously do better. And uh Siri I know look, I know it worked last year, man. Yeah. But it's it's gonna it's gonna be one of those moments where you know he needs to just not do those run option plays. If he has a lane, take the lane. Look, he's fast, he's big. Um, just avoid getting hit at all costs. Slide before you need to, yep. or you know, don't worry about getting the extra play. There was like you know, uh, it was Josh Allen the other night on Monday where he was like fighting for this extra two yards. I'm like, dude, run out of bounds. Just don't take the hit. Yeah, you're a quarterback. You're the, it's the most position. It's the most important position in all the sports, in my opinion. Um, and it's like when your quarterback goes down, you are just SOL because yeah. the, look at the Jets. They are in full panic mode right now. Yeah, and I like Mariota as a backup, but I don't think he's taking us to a Super Bowl. <laughs> like, no, no way. Guy, they, I, I don't think that guy's going to take us to the playoffs no. if he's uh, our quarterback. No. Um, but I, I got to say, though, you, you know, kind of even looking at, at uh, Hurts still, 
his his passing still it, so i just it's not gonna i don't know if it's ever gonna get there i don't ever i don't ever think ever know if he's gonna be a, an elite passing quarterback he he definitely improved a lot last year i hope he keeps improving but um no i just i just don't see like him turning into that elite like pocket passer or like being a passer on the move but. no and that first i mean uh you watched the game right the whole thing yeah, yeah, yeah that the he had one interception it was like the first drive of the game did you i mean they were playing cover zero they had a a safety like on the right side of the hash mark and i can't remember if it was Devonte. i think it was Devonte smith was like it was like a post route and and that that safety came over from the right, and Jalen threw the ball, and the safety knew immediately that it was going like yeah. where it was going, and he just ran right in front of it, real casual, and caught the ball. And it's just like, dude, and I saw, I knew it was coming as soon as he threw it. I was like, that's gonna be an interception because that guy was right yeah, there, and he must have just not seen him. I don't know, but because he he, it's like I don't know, the velocity is not behind the ball, right. and he and he just tends to to kind of sometimes lob him up there, and yeah. it's like. Cool. It's like playing three flags up. Uh, you know, someone's going to catch the ball. Yeah. And it's gonna, maybe, you know, it's going to be the off- offense or maybe it's going to be the defense. And that was his problem in year two. You know, when he, when the, remember the Eagles actually went to the playoffs and they got destroyed by the Bucks. It was like, oh, cool. You know, Hertz has these like, it's like, oh, great. That guy's open. But too bad. It's already three seconds too late. Right. You know, yeah. And um, that that's his thing with Hertz. Um, look, I, I bet I bet I have I've heavily criticized him in the, in the past. I got to give him the benefit of the, of the doubt because he was awesome last year. He led us to the Super Bowl. I, I again, I, I think I doubted him. I think all the last year. So I, um, I got to eat my words and I got to you know let him, um, at least kind of provide. You know, the Eagles are two and zero. It's not a promising two and zero, but um, even worse, man. The Vikings are now zero and two. Yeah, that's rough, and, especially um, with uh, the Packers being as good as they are this year. And, uh, I mean, even Detroit. I, I mean, there's – yeah, it's going to be a tough – it's going to be tough for them. I, I still think – I'm not wor- I'm not worried for them. I, I still think they could climb out of this. You know, uh, we're, we're going to be – we're let's just kind of do it right now, actually. Um, what teams are in trouble the most, uh, what – you know, going into – going into Sunday um, – Outside of the Vikings, you know, they're, they're and obviously win now they, they need to win their next game. Yeah. Uh, what other teams need to win their next game that we we're looking at the schedule. Um, we, we both think, I think we both agreed on this team for sure. It's uh, there's just no, there's no room for error. It's the bills, right? The bills. Yeah. Well, actually in that division, there's two teams, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Bills. Yeah, I, Bills is number one, especially against a terrible Vegas team that beat the the helpless Broncos last week, <laughs> like on oh garbage time points. Well, you know if they better be able to beat this uh, Raiders team because I mean they lost to Zach Wilson on on Monday. Yeah, um, and now they're going up against Jimmy G. Jimmy they're heavy G. favorites. Or, yeah. yeah, they're minus uh, eight and a half point favorites, and I think this Raiders team could beat them. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing. Yeah, if, um, if that defense, if the Bills defense plays like they did last week. I think the Raiders oh, win. Yeah, I mean, we know Jimmy G can can perform when he needs to, and they're and they're um, a sole leader in their division right now. Every other team in their division lost, uh, including the Chiefs. So this is big for Vegas. I mean, they could really get a nice two zero lead in that division. Yeah, it's like who who would have thought? You know, yeah. I, I mean, um, you know, again, the Bills. Uh, Allen has a lot to prove, and we, you know, you mentioned the other team in the division, the AFC East. Uh, I think we, you and I both think it's the Patriots. Yeah, right. Absolutely. 
going up against Miami, it's a very tough task. And I'm going to, I'm going to go out there. You know, there's a few games of the week here. Uh, we have three like really just awesome games and you know, we, we go to it, but this is definitely gonna be one of them. Miami at new England. Um, uh, the dolphins are minus three point favorites. I'm going to call it right now. I think the Patriots win this game. Okay. I like that. I like that. I'm going to go with the dolphins and I think it's super, super important too, especially since the jets are playing the Cowboys. I mean, if, if Miami wins, they could be the sole leaders of that division too. And new England would be Oh, and two. I mean, when, when the bets, the jets be the Cowboys. (laughs) Yeah. Right. No, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be like, it's not inconceivable. Right. I wouldn't be completely blown away if they did. Uh, obviously it's a, it's probably not going to happen, but you never know. I mean, like we said last week that, that or earlier this week, the uh, the Cowboys don't really have the big offensive push like we thought they may have. Um, yeah, we saw I mean, we they, saw they, Dak only throw for 140 something yards last week and no touchdowns, and he he, he didn't really need to throw for that much. No. And the thing is, too, I mean, even without their, even without their, um, uh, who's it, the old offensive coordinator Kellen Moore now Kellen in Moore, uh, yeah. Yeah, over there in like uh, the for the Chargers, you, you know they might have some question marks. Maybe you know Kellen Moore was the wrong guy to get rid of or not bring back um, there. So yeah, and we yeah, saw I, and we I, saw Pollard kind of step up and have a pretty solid uh, outing. Uh, and and again, it's really it was just the defense and the special teams that won that game. So yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, man, I there there there's there's that for them. Um, I think the I think the Patriots defense just one thing is against the Eagles last week is after the first quarter man I, I just think they were able to shut down the Eagles they adjusted. I think they played better even though they lost I think the Eagles played better or sorry the Patriots played better football in the last three quarters the second third and fourth and I would say almost the same I mean not quite the same but it was similar to last night man I mean the Vikings played better in the second half uh, no doubt yeah. about that I mean, dude, Je- Jefferson did whatever he wanted. Like, yeah, I had 159 up, yards, no touchdowns. Yeah, but he had 11 receptions. Yeah, especially over the middle. Though. I mean, them like slant routes across the middle, and like, yeah, yeah, it's like we were saying yeah. the secondary, the Eagles secondary. But yeah, yeah if New England uh, can adjust, I mean, I, I don't think two is going to throw for 466 every week. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think that's like, something to super no. worry about. But you do have Tyreek Hill. I mean, you got a good backfield. I mean, they have a decent defense. Yeah, I it's gonna be a good one. I uh, again, man. Yeah, no, definitely would be a good one. Um, I think the who who do you so you got Miami in that game? Um, yeah, I'll take I'll Miami. I, I think Miami comes out. I mean, it's gonna be a close one. I think like a touchdown, you know, separates the two. Yeah. Any more must wins that we are looking at here before we move on? Uh, I mean, I think like, like we had kind of talked about pre-show, I think the chargers are kind of a must win, especially with Kansas city down there. Oh, and one. Um, yeah, it's, it would and be they, solid for them to, and we, we know that division's going to shape into form. Yeah. I mean, we know the, I think we both think the Broncos are going to be bad, be bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I don't think Sean Payton, they all thought Sean Payton was going to be the savior. I, I don't think so. Yeah, Russ I think, is past I think his Russell prime. Was. Judy was kind of beat up a little bit last week, and it, I just don't see it. Just don't see it. That guy's been beat up his whole career. <laughs> I <football>. know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. With 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 them, I agree totally. The Chargers go down Odin two. Uh, are there gonna? I think there will be talks of Brandon Staley being fired. Man, I oh, mean absolutely. the defense atrocious last week. Yep. Um, they better play better against 
freaking uh, Tannehill, man, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, and they signed oh Herbert to that big deal. I mean, yeah, you got to come out and win this game. And they're they're only favored yeah. by two and a half on the road. I mean, it, it's just the one thing is if they do say they do lose this game, I don't think they will fire Brandon Staley just because um, they're I think their owner is too cheap and uh, he he won't want to just eat the money. I think he'd rather play out the season yeah. and kind of let him play out his contract. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, Chargers definitely. Um, and I, uh, well, I was going to say, even, even keeping on that division a little bit with, uh, Kansas city, I think the Jaguars at KC, I mean, I, KC at the Jaguars, I think for the Jags, that's a pretty, it's not a, like must win, but I think if they win that game, that could, they could really take command of that division. Cause I don't think that Houston's going to be anything. I don't think Tennessee is going to be anything. Uh, the Colts well, are no, still I, without Jonathan that, Taylor. That would be a big win for them. That's why, yeah, if, if uh, the Titans do win, I mean, I, the, the scariest team for them is uh, the Titans. Yeah. Because, like you said, the Colts, they're, I, I don't think they have enough. No. I, I just think there's a lot of dysfunction there with the Jonathan Taylor situation. And like you mentioned, the Texans, you know, they, they're still a ways away. Texans are bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're going to they're gonna be bad. They have yeah. a rookie quarterback. They both have rookie quarterbacks. Um and again, Tennessee, um, they might be starting a rookie quarterback. They might be starting Will Levis, man. Levis, I mean, that's, yeah. it might be the other uh, top, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in that draft. He was that top five Maybe guy get, that didn't get picked till the second round. <laughs> nope. And the other thing is too, is man, is like they have a top guy on their roster uh, who they drafted last year, Malik Willis. Malik, who, yeah. I, I, I mean, we saw him last year. He's atrocious. That guy is terrible. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you, you know, again, so say if they do bench Tannehill. Say, imagine if Tannehill goes out there and throws a pick in, on his first drive or second drive, and he he's like starts off like one and eight. I mean, you know, Vrabel's he look he pulled him last year. I will not be surprised if he pulled him and said, "Screw it, I'm gonna throw in Levis and see what I got with Levis." Because one point or another, it's like you know, Tennessee Tennessee's on the clock here with Bra- with Vrabel. With Vrabel, big time, oh, not, big time. Not gonna say they're gonna fire him anytime soon, but this is like his fifth or sixth season, and you know, at one point or another can't just keep running it back with this team it's gonna be like uh you know at one point or another are you gonna just keep going with those quarterbacks or well they should they showed up when derrick henry broke out but i mean outside of that and it's funny that you say that too because i'm looking at their depth chart and malik is actually the second string will levis is the third so it's like it's curious to see if they would throw will levis out there or if they would just try malik and see what happens i mean I know DeAndre Hopkins a little banged up too. It's tough, man. They they well, they're in a tough spot. They they are in a tough spot, but I also think they're in a good spot because yeah. I do think they can beat the Chargers. That's the other thing. Yeah. I think their defense is solid, and I think yeah. again, Mike Vrabel is a great coach. I think he is gonna figure something out, and this game's gonna be a lot closer than it seems. That the Chargers are favored there minus two and a half. So is that what it is? Uh, two and a half. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, and going back to what you said about Jags, uh, you know, Kansas City playing in Jacksonville, uh, one of the games of the week, dude. I mean, this I is another so. yeah. must-watch game. Sunday, 10 a.m. I'm not going to – I'm trying not to miss a minute of this game. Um, I, I think it's going to be super fun. You have Mahomes versus uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, two top guys in the league, two uh, just really explosive offenses. And I think they're uh, saying Kelsey's still questionable. We'll see. No, they, they announced earlier. Oh, did they? Um, d- d- yep. Kelsey and Jones are back in this game. So oh, nice. Again, um, I, I still, despite those two guys, you know, even if they weren't playing, if they are playing, this is going to come down to the wire. 
I, I do not see any team winning by more than 10 points. Yeah. Um, and Jacksonville's, but, uh, I mean, Jacksonville's home crowd is, uh, is tough to play with. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Not, one, mean, of the, not one of the tops in the league, but uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that's a, that's a big deal well, too. Just know, in general, man, yeah. their, their team is tough, but they're great. They're, they're coached by Doug Peterson uh, again, who we both really like. So that, you know, both, uh, you know, you also got proteges going against each other and Doug Peterson, Andy Reed, you know, uh, Peterson was a part of the Andy Reed coaching tree. So, um, I'm sure both coaches are going to pull, try to pull some rabbits out of their ass and do some crazy stuff in this game. Uh, again, man, uh, that I think that's yeah. the game of the week going into it. They have Mike, Another, Cald- Mike Caldwell is their defensive coordinator too. I just, I was just looking it up. Cause of, yeah. I mean, Hey, I mean, he's not something to, uh, to no, on. no, he, he, he's not, man. It's, it's just funny. Caldwell is the, he's the, he's a winning head coach. I mean, he's, he's one, he's, uh, took, he's had a lot of winning seasons, but still, he's just not the coach that like has ever gotten anybody over the hump. No, you know? <laughs> I think he, I think he even went to the Super Bowl with the Colts, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. back in like 2010, yeah, uh, when they lost to the Saints. I think he was the coach then. But uh, oh no, he was yeah, the man. Eagles linebackers coach that year. <laughs> he, he was. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he was with the Eagles was actually a, for five years, five seasons. Linebackers coach, assistant linebackers coach, defensive quality control coach. The, he was the co- head coach of the Lions for a while, right? Uh, no, he was the ass- Jim Caldwell, Mike Caldwell, Mike Caldwell. He was the oh. assistant head coach for the Jets. I, I'm sorry, thinking of a completely yeah, different coach. Yeah, I was different guy. Jim Caldwell. Different guy. Oh, <laughs> different guy. My bad. Uh, I think he's Jim Caldwell. Oops. Uh, but no, man. There's there's a lot uh, in this game that's going to be uh, huge. I think other big game with a lot of implications is going to be uh, Ravens and uh, Bengals. Ravens, Bengals. That's a it's big game. A huge game. They met in the playoffs last year. Um, came down to the wire in the division last year. Um, even if the Bengals do lose this game, I still think they're going to be fine. Uh, Joe Burrow had a slow start last year. He's having a slow start this year, including with the injury. Um, yeah. I mean, even Lamar did not look good right. last week. I was just going to say Lamar. Lamar did not look good. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, again, um, they lost J.K. Dobbins for the year. Uh, the defense is not as good for the Ravens, um, at least um, teams are saying. I mean, it was they they played the Texans last week. It's not not it's hard to. This is their big te- this is their big early test to you going because you especially know, when you have Cleveland and Pittsburgh playing each other this week as well. And and yeah. I don't really have faith in Pittsburgh. I mean, their defense is good, but. I don't think I think Cleveland wins that game. So this is a big game for Cincinnati to not fall zero and two behind the Ravens and the Browns. Exactly. Yeah. Can you imagine if if they all well both of them lost and they'll all be tied in one and one? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that could very well happen, man. Yeah. Because I I do think Pittsburgh's gonna win against Cleveland. Do you? I I, I do. I think Kenny Pickett uh, has a comeback game. Okay. I think Burrow has his comeback game, and I think this division's gonna be all tied up. Uh, when it's said and done, I like it. Here's the Ravens uh, next. Uh, here's an eight, uh, the next five out of six uh, games here. Um, so uh, you, you got Bengals this week. Next week they're going against uh, Indy, but then you got Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, then the Lions. So that's a tough stretch. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a tough stretch for them. Um, so Ravens are gonna do everything they probably can to win this game because uh, they need to build. Then you build uh, in the division there. For they sure. have a tough finish too. Their last 
five, six games. Uh, the Chargers, then they have a bye, and then they're playing the Rams, Jacksonville, San Francisco, Miami, Pittsburgh to finish the season. Wow. That's a tough finish. Yeah. And some people listening might be like, the Rams, really? I think the Rams are going to the playoffs. Dude, the Rams, I, think they're going, I think they're winning 10 games. I think they are, too. I don't know about 10 games, but I think they're making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think they will win 10 games. I I think they're going to be like, you know, every year that there's a surprise team, and I think it's going to be the Rams this year where, you know, the Seahawks came out last year. Well, I think it's going to be the Rams this time around. And I think it's a bigger surprise, too, because everybody's been talking trash on the Rams this year. They're like, oh, the Rams well, Everyone's been calling them to yeah. the number one pick in Caleb Williams. I yeah. mean, um, look, here's the thing is I'm sure they would love to have Caleb Williams. But here's the other thing. McVay's not sticking around for that. No. McVay's already announced, like, not announced, but there's been deep rumors that this guy doesn't want to return to coaching for a while. No. He's going to take a few years off. The guy's young. He's in his, what, late 30s? He's the youngest coach in the league. Yeah, I think he's like 35 or 36 or 37 or something. Yeah, somewhere yeah, in that range. Yeah, yeah um, there, I mean, Aaron Donald, he's going to hang it up soon too. So is this Donald's last year? Or is next year's last year? I, I'm guaranteed they're not trying to go for the number one pick, those guys. I'm like, cool, we're not going to be here for that. So why would we want to, you know, stick around for that? Why do we want to play like crap? And same thing with Matt, Matthew Stafford. He's not trying to go out. No, like, no. Like and he's been year. around for a minute. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's been, he was in the 2010 draft, I think. Um, actually, I think it was not 2009, oh, I think, right? actually. Yeah. 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 So, again, man, a lot, you know, a lot of guys there with a lot of experience and they just, you know, came off the Super Bowl two years ago. So, not saying the core is there. They, you know, they got rid of some guys already. Some guys are gone. But, uh, yeah. Here's here's something for perspective for you. Matt Stafford is 35, and Sean McVay is 37. <laughs> it's crazy. That's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. I know that was talked about a lot when they traded for him, but yeah. <laughs> that, that's nuts, man. <laughs> um, McVay is still super young. Guy's going to go spend five years in a booth, and then come, I, I doubt he'll do the Bill Cower or Tony Dungy where it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to hang it up. No. Nah. Not return, but nah. we'll see. I think he'll be back, yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Another another great game. Uh, this weekend, uh, 49ers Rams. Uh, they're going against each other. But uh, let's see. That's gonna be a oh, great yeah. game. Yeah. That that one's gonna be great. And the other one, uh, Dolphins Patriots, man. Yeah. Those I think those are the three games of the week right there. Dolphins Patriots, Chiefs Jags, and the uh, Ravens and Bengals. Um. You know. I guess. Um. The the team well, the those four yeah Kansas City Jags, uh, yeah San Fran L A Miami New England and Baltimore Cincinnati those are the four games I, yeah I I still think San Francisco I, I look they're the best team in the NFC in my opinion um you know just offense and defensively I think they're just really solid up and down yeah um, absolutely I think they're the team to beat and I would not be surprised if they did what they you know did to the Steelers you know against the Rams so yeah. I mean look as as much optimism as I have on the Rams. The Niners are in their their own class, I think, in the NFC in general. Just yeah. But like I said, yeah. I think their offense is better than anybody's in the in the, almost the NFC. Um, they're probably up there again, you know, with the Eagles, but with their defense, I think it's like them and the Cowboys. So, yeah. 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 So again, we'll see. I, we'll see. I mean, along. I'm not I'm not uh, putting doubt on the Cowboys, but I I don't think. I mean, I knew as soon as they won that forty to nothing against the the Giants that they were going to be the team to beat in the NFC, and it's like no, hey, they're they're not they're not the team to beat. No, but, but that's their what defense a lot of the analysts are saying they're the team to beat, and it's like ah, no, they're not. They're not San Fran. They're, their their team their 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 offense. I look, I I think I, I think there's just something wrong with their offense. I don't know if it's Mike McCarthy. I don't know if it's Dak. 
Um, but again, I, I think Brock Purdy's for real. I think he's going to prove it Absolutely. this year, like Absolutely. he did last year, and yeah. just continue on that. And again, their defense is just awesome, and they're they're going to be down there um, despite injuries, you know, whatever. Because um, you know, Kyle Shanahan just gets his teams to the playoffs. You know? Absolutely, yeah. No, they have so, depth too. They have depth uh, they on have their defense. I mean, and we saw Christian McCaffrey. I mean, yeah, that's just a all around good team, like you said. No, totally. I think they're the best team in the league, to be honest with you. I, I think they're better than Kansas City. Uh, I, I just um, don't. I, I, don't I mean, know. yeah, I think their defense is better than Kansas City, but I look, they still have Mahomes. So I just, yeah, I'm not on the Mahomes train, but no, you're right. Oh, you're, you're definitely crazy, right. Man. You're definitely Mahomes right. Mahomes is the second greatest quarterback of all time. I'm not going to even oof, put that in question. Oof. He is, dude. Second no, of there's all no, time. There, yeah, it's no, there's no oof, man. No, there what is. This guy's oof, done dude. his first five. No, this guy came in in 2017. He's made three Super Bowl appearances. He's won two of them. He's been five AFC championships. He's just on the Brady trajectory already. I'm not saying he is Brady, but he's on that trajectory Brady was. It's like you just pencil him in for a championship game almost every year. Yeah. It's like it's just incredible, man, what he's been able to do. And, you know, with his ever changing talent around this team, it's like that that's what is like pretty damn remarkable is is that. You know, so again, man. Um there's just uh, it's, it's just crazy. Um, before we move on from football and go into talking baseball, let's talk about the Aaron Rodgers news. We got a little update uh, here. Um, yeah, you know, inside, pretty much. Uh, uh, the Jets are the Jets are the Jets. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry, <laughs> the Jets are optimistic that Rodgers. Um, they have strong belief that he isn't done playing football. Um, he also announced and you know came out and said that he uh, will come back. Pretty much bigger, faster, and stronger. Pretty much, right? Rogers. Um, do you, Do you think Rogers will come back better next year? I think he'll come back. <laughs> I I don't think it's better. I just can't see it for for his age with the. I don't know, man. I I just can't see it. I can't see it. Uh, here 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 was his. Uh, I mean, when he comes back, he's going to be forty when he comes back, and yeah. I, I just don't see it. Here, here was his quote: "Give me your doubts and watch what I'll do." Yeah, um, I cool, mean, man. what? Good for you. And I hate to say it, but what has he done recently? I, I just, I, I mean, yeah, they squeaked I mean, into the playoffs last year, and yeah, they played a, a decent. How game how, re- how recent do you want to go? How uh, they didn't make the playoffs. They missed the playoffs last year. No, they were in the wild card round. I watched that game. They lost to Detroit. Uh, no, no, that was the that was the. Or was uh, that the last game of the season last year? That was actually. last game of the right, season. You're right. You're Detroit right. won. That's what I mean. They, so they what is? So how recent do you want to get? I don't know. The past. I five. mean, two years ago he won the MVP. Yeah, and did they win a Super Bowl? No, did no, not. I just I, I don't know, still, man. He's not. I mean, yeah, he's he I, he has a Super Bowl win under his belt, but. Yeah, yeah, that was also 13 seasons ago. That's what I'm saying. So you're talking about them. No. They went to the playoffs, and that's great. Oh no, I'm, I'm just. I don't I'm I'm just saying though he he still won he still won the MVP yeah uh, you know two, that's, two years ago that's great I don't know I'm I'm not sold on him he won the MVP two years ago but I mean so did didn't Lamar Jackson win an MVP and 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 look at his uh yeah you're right yeah look at his I mean has that guy won a playoff game <laughs> like I don't know it's just it, it it just because you win the MVP doesn't really mean I mean we saw Embiid no, 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 we saw Embiid I, win an MVP this year too and it, like if you're not taking him to a championship I, I I'm not on that train like I think it, if you're gonna win the MVP you better be a, a solid playoff run that year 
Yeah. No, right. I and no, it. look, I'm not I'm not defending his playoff record. Yeah. The guy's been absolutely terrible in the play- <laughs> yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Um and he's been one of the most overrated players in the playoffs, you know. Yeah. I'm you know, in the recent time, man. I mean, um but still, I mean, and you're not wrong. Three he's of, a solid three out of the last four years he yeah. won back-to-back MVPs. Yeah. Uh, he's I, a solid still, quarterback, but I, I don't think I, he's I thought he was going to have a good I thought he was going to have a good year this year. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. No, no, for I, sure, I for sure. I thought the fresh Jets, I mean, he spent yeah, how many yeah. seasons? Fifteen seasons as a starter with the with the uh, Packers. Uh, no, you're right. I, I thought he was going to have a great year this year. Yeah, um, I, I just um, again, but you are right though. I mean, he is going to be a year older. He's going to be forty going into the next season. Coming and off he's of a be fully off the, torn Achilles, like dude, yeah. that's tough for a quarterback of his age with the not uh, it is, a prime offensive line uh, in the Jets. I mean, it's good, to- but it's not totally the best. agree with you. Yeah, no, the offensive line is terrible. It's the reason yeah. why he got hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like. Uh, no, yeah, no, I, no, no, no. It was the AstroTurf is the reason he got yeah, hurt. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to hear that. No, I don't just, buy I'm, that. I'm overhearing about it. Like you said, there's the pros and cons to both of it. Right. So. And you said the stat, yeah. I think you said on Monday, the stats, like there's no evidence that players get hurt more on turf. Uh, I mean, players, look, players are coming out and saying they do. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt since they're the actual ones playing on the turf. Yeah. But there, there's evidence that, you know, contradict, you know, so it's like, it kind of goes back and forth. Maybe maybe we should just give them grass, and then when injuries do happen, like, well, now what is it? So right. Yeah. I, I, I just look. Right. Man, There's always going to be something. It's a violent sport. Yeah. It's a violent sport. Right. That's and they the they always want to blame something for it too. I mean, it's never, you know. Yeah. Sometimes freak like, accidents happen, but everybody's always yeah. going to say that there was a reason for something, and yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well. It's Man, like, oh, it's um, the turf. It's like, well, maybe it was the fact, like we just said, that the Jets' offensive line is not great, and Aaron Rodgers is thirty-nine. Like, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Those two factors uh, might mean more than the turf. Yeah. No, hundred percent, man. I totally agree. Uh, let's move on to the MLB. A uh, lot kind of going on here. A uh, little updates, you know, because it says we're six uh, six twenty Pacific time. Um, we have a. One of the top oh, prospects the for oh. uh, top prospects for Baltimore came up today. I saw that. Uh, Heston yeah. or Jerk said he yep. came up, hit a uh, a home run in his first at bat. First at bat, yeah. Yep. Awesome. Even though they're getting destroyed, not sorry, not a first at bat. He had a home run in his first game, that and first they're game. losing seven to one right now. Yeah. Uh, to and this is an important series against Toronto, man. Or sorry, uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, they lost yesterday. Uh, they're losing again today. They're only a game and, and a half ahead, or something. I think. Yeah, exactly. Or, or a game yeah. ahead. Yeah. And uh, it's big stuff for them because I maybe, you know, you come out of the series and uh, Tampa Bay is going to maybe lead it. Like, you know, maybe they end up with sweep because they're, they're in, uh, they're, they're playing in Baltimore. Uh, this has a lot of playoff Im- implications because yeah. I think Baltimore is now led for like two months. It's sort of like, um, it was sort of like uh, Texas. Yeah. They had led, they had led for the longest time there. And then the Astros finally, you know, overtook them. Uh, well, they, don't, I th- they don't lead them by much. There's only half a game lead for them, but yeah. No, and I think if the playoffs were to start today, if the Rays were to win their wild card game, if I'm not mistaken, the way the seeding works, I think this would be the divisional round matchup. It would be Rays Orioles. Yeah, you're right. Um, if the or, if the playoffs were to start today, you know, if the standings no, were to stay as they are. No, no, it it would be because uh, since Baltimore would be first, they would have a first shot at. Um, one of the other oh yeah i guess it well no because thing is, is the other two teams so like right now so it's seattle and texas and the other two wildcard spots 
so they would have to play each other then um the uh then the winner well, of that would play tampa bay well, tampa bay would then, play the twins first round right no, no, or no, they would play. Uh, yeah, no, they would play Tampa Bay. No, I mean uh, the twin, the Twins in Houston would play each other. That's what it is. The Twins in Houston would play each other, and so uh, Texas and Seattle nah, would Houston, play one another. Houston would get a first round by the top two no, division not, leaders. Not Houston. No, mm. only one. Only the top division. Is it the first? Oh, okay. The first, yeah. Well then, how do, how does that make sense then? Because you have six teams that make the playoffs, you can't have five teams playing in one. Well, because they have a they have a one. Isn't the one game playoff? Or am I wrong? No, it's a three game set for the wild card. Oh, and then a five game for the divisional, and then seven for the conference, seven for the World Series, three, five, seven, seven. Okay, yeah, so I, I think those first two teams get that first off. So it would be Minnesota and the top wild card team would play each other, which would be Tampa Bay. Oh, okay. And so then I, if they won, it's yeah. It, uh, I think it would be Baltimore, Tampa Bay, that second series. Um, Maybe I'm wrong, but no, you uh, might you might be right. I'm uh, I'll, I'm gonna pull this up because I I just feel like now I don't know anything about the base, baseball yeah. playoffs anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's going. they've changed. Well, when they added that well, that third wild card spot, they changed things. Well, no, yeah, they they and ever they did since it. then I've been confused. <laughs> yeah, I. It, it is a it is a bit confusing. I mean, because they don't like do the, like football for that wild card. It's not like the highest seed plays the lowest seed for the wild card round. I think it's like four, five, six versus seven, or whatever it is. Three, four, five, six. Yeah, not exactly. three, six, four, five. Oh, okay. Well, I got I got to brush up on that. Then, yeah, uh, yeah, me too. As, as <laughs> Sorry to make everything confusing, guys. <laughs> no, you're. <laughs> Uh, but you're like, right. It, it, and long story short, it does have big playoff implications, and uh, it, it could be a uh, a divisional or a conference round. Totally, yeah, totally. yeah, absolutely. Um, other other big news uh, going on in baseball. Anyways, um, I, I maybe we should start with this man. Uh, it's no unknown that the San Diego Padres had the probably the most disappointing season in baseball history. Man, I mean, it has to be one of the worst. Uh, as of right now, the Padres uh, are sitting at sixty-nine and seventy-eight. They're six and a half games out of a wild out of the wild card, so they're pretty much done with the amount of time left in the season. And uh, there were reports today that pretty much came out and said, uh, you know, th- "This was by the San San Diego Tri- Tribune, uh, per Kevin Ace." saying that San Diego has a number of problems contributing to its struggles, but several veteran players described the Padres as not having a winning culture in that there is a leadership void in the clubhouse, despite there being a unanimous consensus that Manny Machado controls the clubhouse and sets the tone and personality for them. Um, well, now they can say, they can say bye-bye to Otani then. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Any chances I, at him? <laughs> Right. I mean, Otani's look at this. I think we talked about it earlier this week when um, I think I kind of I think I kind of named them as one of their favorites. Um, yeah, I, I'm just going to take them out. Yeah, I, I I would take them and the Dodgers both out. I, I give them the same amount of percentage just because, again, I th- I don't think the Dodgers are going to be all in on Otani because of the, you know, him and, not being able to pitch kind of right away. Yeah, and I think the I think the odds were Dodgers that were the heavy favorite, or not heavy favorite, but where they were the favorite, if I if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were they were tied in with the favorites, like yeah. with them and yeah. um, the Mets. Was it was it them and the Mets, or yeah, I think it was the Mets. Yeah. Again, yeah, but we'll we'll see there. Um, but yeah, uh, God, 
again, man, super disappointing uh, report this year because remember Manny Machado got a 10 year extension or for, or sorry, it was like a five year extension, um, maybe north of 300 million. So he's going to, he's locked up for the rest of his career with them. Yeah, 10-year, um, $300 they, million deal in 19, which was the biggest free agent contract in American sports history at the time. Yeah, yeah. But, but then he had, a, he had an opt-out this then year. Then he had he the opt-out, yeah. This year, um, which they, they settled that. They gave him the extra five years and the extension, so pretty much another 10-year deal that started this year um, and made that opt-out void. Um, they, they, they signed Xander Bogarts to that ridiculous contract. Unbelievable contract, yeah. I mean, the, remember the Red Sox were – they had made him a silly extension offer. They could have got something done. They did yeah. not. And we're going to be talking about the Red Sox later, about the Heim, the, um, Heim Bloom getting fired. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, and then, uh, so with that, uh, Juan Soto entering free agency as uh, next year. There's, he'll, have one, he'll have, I guess, a little over a year left uh, with them uh, to figure that out, even though they say they want an extension. I don't know if he wants an extension with them. But then again, I don't know how picky that guy could be. I really don't know who's gonna give him four hundred million. I think the only team that is gonna do that is probably the Padres, just because yeah. <laughs> just they because their history. <laughs> yeah, just because their history of giving out ridiculous money. Yeah. Or maybe AJ Preller is gonna be like, damn, you know, I've spent a lot of dumb money and I'm not gonna do that anymore. But they gave they gave up so much to get, you know, Juan Soto. So maybe that's they're gonna put take that into consideration when they do give him a contract. So there, there's, there's a lot, man. There, that's going to be unfolding. Um, you know, they, they also acquired other guys like uh, Josh Hader. They acquired uh, at the deadline here. Uh, who else did they acquire? I was like Rich Hill. Um, they acquired Josh Bell last year. They've, they've done a lot of moves over the years, man, and that has not resulted into anything. Um, yeah, and they have a lot of guys that are going to be free agents at the end yeah. of the season too. I mean, I'm looking at the list right now, and it's like, yeah. I mean, not, not even mentioning Blake Snell, who's pro far, uh, Gary Sanchez, uh, Garrett Cooper, G-Man Choi, Luis Garcia, Rich Hill, Josh Hader, Pomeranz. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they I, have like so many dudes that they signed to like a little one year deals or, or required at the trade and, deadline, like you said. And and, and th- those are all fine. I, I think the one guy they got to bring back for sure is is at least they're going to try to is Blake Snell. Blake Snell. Yeah. Um. Although you know Blake Snell, if Blake Snell wants two hundred million dollars, I just let him walk. Like, look, he's an aging pitcher. Guy's gonna be thirty. We've seen all the bad contracts. Max Scherzer, you know, we talked about him on Monday. Uh, he's out for the year. Yeah, um, at least out for the regular season, anyways. Um, it, it's just you know, time and time again, man, it just always seems to happen. Snell's um, making ten million a year on his current contract. Um, he'll be making thirty million a year. Yeah, it's just again. How many years is that going to go? Right. I I think we've seen it time and time again. I think I, I, you're, there's going to be a time, man, where teams are just going to be so reluctant on giving pitchers into their 30s that much money. But, again, man, there's always going to be a team like Texas was last year with Jacob deGrom. Um, that, you know, man, that, that injury was staring at them down in the face for two seasons. Um, the Mets let him rest time and time again. And – you know, that set in the face. I'm not saying Blake still has an injury history, but again, just the fact that John DeGrom was not young. He was, thir- you know, he's in his mid 30s, uh, you know, early 30s, but going into his mid 30s and they gave him a ridiculous contract and someone, some teams are going to give that to Snell and, you know, we're going to see it again. 
Hey, I mean, the guy might win a Cy Young this year. Who knows? I mean, he's yeah. still the he's still the favorite. He's a minus three sixty right now, and Justin Steele is a plus two fifty. Um, let's let's hope uh, Steele overtakes that. <laughs> I mean, he might. He very well might. I think yeah. Snell has three more uh, or no four more starts this year. Yeah, uh, total. We'll see uh, how it comes down to perspective here. Yeah. But maybe it maybe it is Snell. But we'll we'll see. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, man. L- let's let's get into. Let's get past the toxicity of the Padres and let's get into <laughs> the Red Sox, um, you know, firing, you know, Ein Bloom this last earlier this week, man. Um, you know, the, the Red Sox under his tenure, very disappointing. They made one. They did make a thing at ALCS um, two years ago in 2021. Um, when they got eliminated by the Astros, the Astros go on to get you know beaten in the World Series by the Braves. Um, but still there was, uh, in his tenure, he traded, um, he traded, uh, Mookie Betts for almost nothing. Yeah. Um, he let, uh, household, he, let, uh, club clubhouse favorite, uh, Schwarber leave. Schwarber was a big reason why they had that playoff push there in 21. They let him walk and then he goes off and signs with the Phillies that they, you know, didn't even make a an offer to him um and Xander they, Bogarts yeah they didn't lock down Bogarts yep. um they offered him a very measly extension where they could have offered him a little bit more it would have been less than what he would have got from the Padres but you know who would have thought that you know at the time he wouldn't have known that that contract would have been there for the Padres if they just could have worked that out internally so failed there um apparently he's good at drafting and you know but again uh, there's not a lot of promising young stars in the Red Sox organization. Well, he took right over now. for Dombrowski. Dombrowski was the the head of baseball operations. Uh, before, yeah, before uh, before him. Before him. But the thing is, is this is all that happened under Bloom, right? <laughs> so um, again, he he is look uh, Dombrowski pretty much gutted the team in prospects. Yeah, uh, you know, and that's what he's doing to the Phillies right now because. His his job is to win a World Series, and he do, he'll do it at all cost. Doesn't matter what he has to give up, he'll do it at all cost. And and uh, he he did that in Detroit, he did that in Boston, and he's doing that right now with the Phillies. Yep. And guess what? It worked for Boston. They won a World Series in 2018. And then um, I think I think his final year, he gave Chris Sale that that money, and um, didn't happen. By the way, uh, Klein Bloom had the opportunity to trade Chris Sale. I think two years ago. And they did not. And then he, uh, I think three weeks later, um, for not trading him, he fell on a bike and broke his hand. So there was, <laughs> there was also that. They could have got out from that money. They yep. could have got out. Uh, what was the other thing? The only good thing he really did was sign Rafael Devers to an extension, you know, because you kind of have to with the household favorite there and him, you know, entering that contract year. So they locked down Rafael Devers. Um, with the big extension, I think he had 300 plus million for Debbie's, but, uh, and he hired uh, Alex Cora. I mean, <laughs> for what that's worth. <laughs> no, he, he didn't hire Cora. No, Cora, Cora was, uh, yeah. Cora got suspended. Remember Cora won the, he won the world series with the Red Sox. It was Dombrowski mm-hmm. to hire Cora. Nah, I'm looking at the article right now. Bloom's first Who? season with Boston was, uh, the 2020 season. Subsequently hired Alex Cora as the team's manager after a year away. From I think baseball. he hired him back right after the suspension. 
because he, he got was, suspended, he was, right? Yeah. Well, okay. I guess he hired him back. Yeah. But but he, I mean, he but allowed Cora him to did win. He did win the World Series with the Red Sox in, in 2018. Team, right? Yeah. So, I think so. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, that was it was, his, it was Bloom's it. decision to bring him back, right? And that's what yeah, I'm saying. That was, was probably one of the only, like, one of the better things he did while he was there. Look, <laughs> look and ownership has they they're not uh, innocent in all this either. Like, you know, ownership definitely put some pressure on them. But the one thing that never made any sense was, okay, let's trade Mookie Betts and Mookie let's Betts. go out and sign Trevor Story. That made absolutely no sense. Yeah. Let's sign Trevor Story to $140 million. That was That's going to go down as one of the worst contracts in history because yeah. he's been absolutely terrible for the Red Sox. Um, the Red Sox record with, with Bloom as their uh, chief, <laughs> 267 and 262. A cool 500 yeah. over the, the course only of three seasons. Again, man, I mean... Core has been from what he's been given. He's tried to make that work the most. Uh, he almost made that that starting pitching work in twenty twenty one. Man, I mean, they came really close. Yeah. Uh, to going, I remember that I forgot who they beat in the playoffs. I think it was the Yankees. Yeah, it was the Yankees. Uh, with Evaldi, I was their ace. Like, um, that that was like a just another uh terrible news for the Yankees because you know they got eliminated by the Red Sox again in the playoffs. Yeah. But it was like um. But yeah, man, Bloom, Bloom is um, not not great. Um, we'll see what's next for him. We'll see what's next for the Red Sox. Uh, there has been some speculations that maybe Alex Cora can move up. You know, Cora has been involved more internally, um, you know, for them. That's uh, one thing that would be really interesting. You know, Cora maybe saying it's time I'm done with management or uh, sorry, not management, uh, be, be a manager and move into more man, a management role there. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, he played for them for a few years, if I remember right. Uh, I believe so. Back in the day. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe like mid two thousands or so. I think he was on their team. Yeah, not, not even, not even that long, man. Yeah. Of course, of course young. Can we look at how pretty old young, Alex Cora is? I mean, cause he was, he worked at ESPN for some time. He's 47. Um, Okay, yeah, so not old. He's been managing for like six or seven seasons now. And he played in total. Yeah, he played for them from 05 to 08. Yeah, he managed. He was the coach of the Astros, and then he managed the Red Sox for what five years? So yeah, six years. He's been yeah a skipper. Uh, yeah, so you know it makes it makes sense. There, there's other names being thrown around. James Click. Um, he he's a candidate to be a GM. You got Mike uh, Hazen. Um. You know, he was the general manager of the Diamondbacks, uh, was a fixture in the Red Sox front office for more than a decade. Uh, they can bring him in. He was there in like 2006. Um, yeah, the, but um, the Red Sox are, again, in a terrible situation as far as like, you know, you, you would, Bloom was the guy who was supposed to fix Dombrowski's problems, and they are pretty much are starting all over because. They don't have any great young starting pitching besides Brandon Bello, and they don't have a lot of great young players um, in the, for their position players. Uh, De- Devers is one of the only guys uh, there that's pretty much um, a long-term fix. Uh, trying to see who else out, out of these guys there, you know. But, um, again, like Duran has not been, been the guy that, you know, they hope to be turned into. Um, Justin Turner is having a great year, but – Guess what? Justin Turner, you know, man. Next, you know, we got to talk about Justin Turner's career, by the way. That's in 285 this year. The Red, the Dodgers thought he might have been done, but 
No, he's he's absolutely been their their best uh, all around. Be, besides Cause, Yoshida, but besides gotta, Yoshida, yeah. But we gotta talk. Uh, we gotta give Bloom's credit there. He did sign Yoshida, so yeah. How about that? Yeah, Tri- I mean that guy's still batting what like a two ninety or something. Yeah, two eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, two two eighty eight. Yeah, two, um, um, but uh, what's called I mean, too? I like Verdugo uh, too, but Verdugo. Look, he's not a bad player, but he's yeah. not Mookie Betts. He's you not cannot Mookie trade Betts. him. No, no, no. For Mookie Betts, dude. <laughs> no. Like, uh, that's that's the thing, man. It's yeah. like, look, Verdugo, and he, I think he's a free agent to be um, after next is. year. Yeah. So, um, I don't know at the end of this season. So, uh, he he's gonna get paid too. I, I'm not gonna say like 200 million, but I think he's a hundred million dollar player. Yeah. Um, he'll make a little bit more than that probably. I can but, see like yeah. yeah, like five years, 140 or something like that. Yeah. I mean. I bet they wish I would have gave him that contract instead of Trevor Story. Instead of Story, yeah. Who, who's batting a 183, dude. Oof. God, yeah, yeah, that's, that's bad. That, you know, so this is a team, a lot of question marks. Well, it's funny, um, too, because, like, like I don't know, two months ago, we were like, don't count out the Red Sox. Don't count out the Red Sox because they were well, playing man, you, pretty good. They, they, yeah, yeah, they were hanging cre- in there. I mean, credit goes to Cora on that, man. I mean, yeah. just working with what he's got, dude. I mean, they did they lose today to the Blue Jays. Um. Uh. Yes. Three nothing. So, yeah. The Blue Jays, by the way. God, man. We should. Um. Are we all done with the Red Sox? I'm you know, done with the seventy four and yeah. seventy four. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess we'll see more when the off season comes along. Uh. The Blue Jays are the other disappointing team, man. This team, you know, was one of the best starting pit uh, rotations in baseball. Um. Supposed to have one of the best offenses in baseball. I thought, you know, and they have had. Well, they did with Bobichet. Yeah. There for a while. Well, there for a while they were hitting pretty. I mean, and they were on they a They could still turn. They could still it's turn around. They're a game and a half out from yeah. Seattle, right? Um, but man, they um have they don't have a lot of margin margin for error, as we're closing in the less than three weeks of the season. Yeah, they're a game out, and the next team is the Yankees at seven and a half out. So they're the last. I mean, they're the only. They're the fourth well, team. The red the Red Sox too. So yeah. Uh well yeah I'm just saying yeah they're not gonna. The Yankees no, and the no, Red no. Sox aren't going to make a push, it, it's, but yeah. It, it's those four teams. Right. Or, sorry. Tampa I should Bay, really say Texas, three teams. Seattle, it's, Toronto. It, and, sorry, no, four teams. The Astros, too. you got to put the Astros in there because. Oh, right, because Texas they could, and Seattle. That they division is up for grabs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That could flip-flop a few more times. And I think we talked about that. I mean, Texas has won six in a row, but I think we talked about that last show where they have, like, all three of those teams have, like, two or three series against each other, like, in the last <laughs> Two yeah, weeks of the season or something, it's going to come down to the very end. Yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And Texas has been hot. They won six in a row. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, we talked about it the other day, or, or we texted about it the other day. Uh, Atlanta clinched the playoff. No shocker there. 96 wins. Congratulations to them. The Dodgers are soon uh, up next. They have 88 wins. They'll be wrapping up pretty shortly. Could be this weekend, yeah, depending yeah. on how it goes. Uh, Milwaukee. Gotta um, say, uh, Kansas City know. and Oakland both both finally lost their hundredth games <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations yeah. to them! But um, yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee's uh, four and a half up now on the Cubs in the division. I mean, yeah. starting to pull away a little bit there. I think uh, they pulled away enough. I think I, so. I think uh, eighty-two, sixty-four. As long as they don't get swept by the Cubs in that last series of the season, uh, I think they'll be. Yeah, in good shape. I, I, who, who knows, man? Maybe they're. But the, what they're pitching, it has shown to stand up man they, their pitching has been absolutely dominant and to be honest you know I, I know i made fun of them throughout the year i i might not want to see them in the playoffs 
because they have the they have the starting pitching. Yeah. Um, we know we, you know, you don't want to see the Phillies, but you know the the Brewers they might not be the they might be the team this year. Where it's like, no, we're the surprise team like the Phillies of last year. Yeah. And we just yeah. saw. I mean, I, from experience, yeah, the Phillies just played the Brewers uh, like last week, and and they're a tough team, man. They're definitely they're, a tough team. Yeah, they are, and they have really good players too. Yeah. Um, uh, Chicago, they're two and a half games up on the Giants in that final final wild card spot, and the Phillies are four games. Well, up. there's four four teams tied for that wild games wild card spot right now. Yep. Giants, Marlins, Reds, Diamondbacks. Yep. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna be super close, man. I I don't know the Cincinnati's beating the Mets right now. Uh, Arizona just lost a series to the Mets. It's coming down to the Mets, man. And I think Miami yeah. was was winning when I checked earlier. Yeah, we just can't stop talking about the Mets. Dude. The Mets, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, big big loss for freaking the Marlins, dude. Sandy Alcantara, he's uh, or Alcantara, whatever you want to call him. Um, oh, yeah, he has they a beat, UCL sprain. They um, beat the Braves today, nine to six. Yeah, they whopped the Braves. Yeah. Um, big worry about the Braves, man. They're bullpen, dude. We talked about that. They're pathetic bullpen. Uh, they gave up five runs um, in the seventh inning, which made them lose this game. Um, but yes, yeah. Alcantara, Alcantara, yeah, however you say Alcantara, Alcantara. That's a big. He's, that's a big blow for them, big time. That's huge, dude. I mean, and then of course we saw Jorge Soler too, um, um, which is another big piece. But yeah, Alcantara going into playoffs. I mean, you need to have, especially trying to win these last few games and trying to even make the playoffs. Yeah, it's huge. It, and he's out uh, for the season, right? Uh, he's done. He's for the year. Yeah, down, yeah. yeah, they haven't fully announced it, but it's, oh, he's it's on coming. The, the fifteen it's day. Coming. I mean, yeah. we only have fifteen days left, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think they're st- I think they're trying to gauge like what how severe is this injury going to be? Yeah, that's that's what they're kind of going for. But yeah, man, we'll 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 see there. Uh, it's definitely going to be a juggernaut going into the weekend. Um, you have, a, like I said, a, a very really important series with the Braves, Marlins, uh, D-backs, and uh, Cubbies. Of course, that game just started. Um, th- they're going to be going for their wild card spots, man. Because again, the the D-backs, if they sweep them, man. They they could be right in there, and the Cubs could lose a lot of ground uh, there. And you know, your Phillies. Well, I think they're pretty good. I think they're safe. I think they're going to be okay. They might not make that top wild card spot, but they're not. They're not not going to make the playoffs. There's no doubt yeah. about that. And the Rangers are them. getting wally whopped. And we um, have like seven games against the Mets coming up, and three games against the Pirates. So, well, you can just pencil all the Mets uh, games as losses because the Mets are going to win. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the bats come alive for the New York Mets, man. They, I mean, uh, when they play the Phillies, they actually kind of do. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they're they're they've come back, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe all this news about Alonzo might not be in a Met next year, you know, has uh, sparked this offense. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see if Francisco Lindor can do anything. <laughs> I know you love him. Traded in the Pete Alonzo deal. <laughs> uh, I gotta say real quick, Cleveland is beating Texas twelve to nothing right yeah. there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah, big. That's big for Texas. Texas can't keep losing games like that. Well, they won six in a row. I think yeah. uh, they could lose lose one, and yeah. we'll see the Astros. You know, they won six in a row after losing four straight too. Well, they lost seven of eight. It wasn't just four straight; they lost seven of eight. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I think uh, I think it's everything we need to go over here. Um, 
Although well, I will say, as as Cleveland's beaten Texas, the Astros are losing to uh, the Royals right now too. So yeah, remember they lost they lost the series against the A's too. So. Yeah, yeah, I know it's uh, crazy. Not not a pretty sight for the Astros. Yeah, maybe Astros Houston's fans. maybe Houston's not all uh, that they're wrapped up to be. Like we thought like going into, the, I mean, even earlier in the season, we were like, wow, Houston. I mean, they were kind of secretly, quietly like playing very well and. And we yeah. knew that they were a World Series winner uh, last year, so I, it was kind yeah. of expected. But um, well, I had my well, doubts earlier in the season, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, one more thing before we go here, man. Um, Anthony Rendon came out earlier and said, uh, I broke my leg weeks ago, and the Angels uh, haven't announced it. <laughs> um, do, <laughs> look. <laughs> here, I this the situation with Rendon and the Angels – just keeps getting weirder. Why is the angel season things? Yeah. just keeps getting weirder? <laughs> By the way, Mike Trout being on the market, um, I'm glad he's, you know, he hasn't he hasn't come to management and said it yet. Uh, management said, you know, they they would you know will if he was to come there. They're, of course they will because they don't want to pay him 250 million more dollars. Um, you know, he the Phillies would love to have Mike Trout, but he's missed over I think. 200 games in the past three seasons so um there's been good, rumors good luck with that. on local lo- local sports media so tv and radio that both dombrowski that, look, that they were very interested in trout i yeah, don't think it's a good it, idea but well dombrowski would love to bring trout in and um it would be a terrible move i think he i just, think it'd be the, like an absolutely terrible move and he i mean he's a jersey boy so he want he loves he comes to every eagles game like he's a big yeah, Philly yeah. fan but i, I look, just I don't think it's Look, a good idea. Look, the only the only way I could see it is that the Angels would have to eat about a hundred million dollars of the contract. So. Yeah, and like you said, he hasn't had he hasn't played a full season in how long? Like five years or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, four no, years. It's, it's bad. Mean, he's not he's not going to age any better, man. No. Nah. But uh, we need to talk about that more next week. Um, yeah. As we, we get going here, um, we'll, we'll come back on next week. We'll uh, talk uh, NFL Week Two, and we'll talk some more baseball, man. And then we gotta start talking about basketball soon, dude. Yeah, we're getting uh, there. We're getting some more stuff going. October's here. coming quick. Yep, exactly. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed this uh, podcast today. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Please do not forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. Uh, and please, uh, when you do leave us those reviews, let us know what you like, what you didn't like, so we could uh, improve the show. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you guys. And we'll see you guys all next week.